Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now, one of the disturbing stories on the news this morning relates to Parkinson's disease and the fact that some people are treating those coping with Parkinson's as if they are irritating, as if they're annoying, or even as if they are drunk. I, I want to speak to Anne Donnelly, who's Parkinson's UK Northern Ireland Area Development Manager. Anne, good morning. Good morning, Frank. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to come on and have a word this morning. Thank you for for joining us. I must say Parkinson's disease is one disease that I can relate right back to being very young. And my next door neighbour, a man called James, who I was very friendly uh, with, he was coping with Parkinson's when I was a child. And I remember being back and forward to his house and seeing how his wife nursed him and whatever. So whenever... People mention the disease. It takes me right back to what James was, was going through. And it can be a very difficult challenge for, for anyone to, to think that people are not being taken seriously or even uh, having remarks made, derogatory remarks made about them. That must be shocking. It is. It can be very difficult for people. And one of the the things that we're getting fed back from people with Parkinson's is that fact that people generally don't take Parkinson's as a very serious condition. And it is a very serious condition which affects all parts of everybody's life that has Parkinson's. You know, everything from how they swallow to how they move to how, you know, perhaps they have um, mental health issues around anxiety. Some people have the tremor that the, the condition is perhaps best known as or best known for and other people freeze. There's a whole range of symptoms, over 40 symptoms in fact and no two people with Parkinson's will experience their Parkinson's quite the same. And you've referred to the, the neighbour that you knew Frank um, and I'm assuming perhaps wrongly that he was an older gentleman when you knew him as a child but increasingly people are diagnosed sooner and we have more and more young people coming to Parkinson's UK for support and for help who are diagnosed in their 30s, 40s, 50s. It's, yeah, he was an older gentleman, but we've had the very high-profile example of Michael J. Fox, who's coped with it, hasn't he? Yes, uh, and I suppose he, he's been useful in terms of promoting the fact around that there is this range of conditions. Um, Billy Connolly is also a very high-profile person in the media with Parkinson's, and we would have a, you know, a range of people who come to support the work that we do and make that awareness greater, but it never seems to be enough. Um, and we, that the most recent research here in Northern Ireland, and in fact across the UK, has been telling us that, that upwards, actually quite 
quite high, upwards of 91% of people living with Parkinson's here in Northern Ireland say that they have had negative experiences as a result of people not under their, understanding their symptoms. And that can be that people, you know, they think they're drunk because their movements are not good or their movements are slower um, or there's a tendency some, for some people to to trip more easily. Um, for others, they're, they're thought of as being very unfriendly because it can impact on the muscles within the face and it, it makes people unable to smile or be able to... Um, to be able to engage in the way that you might you may not think they're engaging, but they are, but because of the muscles in the face, they might not be able to able to be seen to be doing that so much. So people assume they're unfriendly when they're not at all. Again, not all of these hap- things happen to everyone. Everybody has different symptoms. In fact, on the subject of the symptoms, you've touched on some of them, and I don't don't want to alarm people because there'll be people listening now thinking, "Oh my goodness, do I have any of these symptoms?" Uh, you could have you could have similar symptoms uh, for for other ailments, or indeed you might have difficulties with p- certain parts of your body that are totally unrelated to to Parkinson's, but. At what point should you be thinking, I better go to my doctor and talk things over here? What, what would your guide be on that? We would always recommend that people seek medical, medical guidance if they think that there's anything wrong with them. And, and you know, it definitely wouldn't be thinking, wanting people to think that they have Parkinson's because they have uh, their experience of a, a tremor or their experience in free, freezing or there's, or there's something that they're not feeling well about that day. Generally speaking, people will say that they have experienced um, uh, problems, issues, feelings that they might have something wrong with them, but they're never quite sure what it is, and that can be for, for a number of years for some people. But definitely go and seek medical help if you think there's anything that's not quite right. And it might might not be Parkinson's, of course, and as you say, a range of other conditions with similar symptoms. Yeah, and do stay with us. Uh, Paul is available to have a conversation with us. Uh, Paul, good morning. Good morning, Frank. How are you? I'm very well, Paul. You're in your 50s. You've been diagnosed with Parkinson's uh, over the last 10 years or so. Do you you feel that there's a misunderstanding with the public? Have have people been in, in some way rude or unfair to you? Uh, well, quite a few occasions, Frank, people have thought I, I've been drunk. That's why, and and uh, comments have been made up to him. Or, or I'm trying to put a coat on in a restaurant. I can't just give me armour and give me a coat. I'm, I'm, my girlfriend would have the, or my, or my son or my daughter would have to give me a hand on my coat. They see people looking at you as if there's something, uh, you're doing something wrong, or, or something to be embarrassed about. And how how depressing is that for you if, if if people are looking out of the side of their eye or you know frowning at your at your presence? It makes me very very aware, frankly. Instead of when I don't really bother going to, to, to say this because I'm, I'm, I'm worse about, about uh, my condition and it affects my speech as well. And people sometimes I'm trying to speak, especially on the phone, if people can't understand what I'm saying. Okay, it's very very quick. Well, you're starting to come across clear, clearly to us, Paul, and I, I really thank you for giving us an insight into uh, coping with Parkinson's disease. What, what's your advice to someone who's been recently diagnosed who's finding it difficult, Paul? Well, uh, everybody is diagnosed. Their word, feeling their words in it. That's the way I thought when I was diagnosed 11 years ago. But the respect to people like Alan and uh, Parkinson's UK, if, if, if you're, you're feeling 
lost and, and there's no way to understand it. Get, get, get in contact, contact with people they got on, on Parkers and GTA and uh, they, they, they found them a, a, great, a great source of support. And as Paul is saying there, the the benefit of, from your group is immense to people who who have the the challenge. Yesterday on the program, I was talking to a gentleman who's walking twenty miles a day to raise money for a cancer charity, and it was just an aside. He says, and have Parkinson's as well. You know, he the, the things you're able to do are are many and varied. Well after diagnosis, on absolutely and i think there is something about that initial shock that people do get when they're diagnosed and for others it's a relief because they have actually got a diagnosis at that point but many people who volunteer with us certainly in parkinson's uk they they get a great deal of benefit out of volunteering and in that they run 10 support groups right across northern ireland uh, which people can attend we also would have a number of activities put on for people to attend which include exercise because the more people exercise the better in terms of their condition Uh, and we have a a great range of people who work alongside us to support our work just like Paul Um, but people who actually volunteer their time to do things like this today like Paul's doing to to speak to the public but also to take on fundraising for us and also of course to take on those volunteering roles where they're actually providing support and help to other people uh, and giving that peer support and so one of the things for example that we do is we run a a cafe in Belfast uh, once a month meeting in a cafe very informally for people with early onset or younger people developing Parkinson's um, because obviously if you're developing Parkinson's at the age of 40 or, or 50 your range of issues are quite different than somebody who has retired um, so we, we meet once a month and it's really very much peer support and a chat and an opportunity for people to discuss or to cut this conditions to have a chat and hear that they're not the only ones suffering from that particular issue or that particular symptom and it's great crack too um for you know it's not the end of the world a parkinson's diagnosis it's something that people do live with uh, and do continue to live with uh, and live with for uh, a great number of years most often and thank you very much indeed Uh, paul thank you for joining us this morning thanks for your time uh, both of you thank you So it is 18 minutes past 11. Good morning to you. And the next time you glance at someone who seems to have difficulty putting on their coat, just stop and think before you give a look which uh, you should be uh, ashamed of. Uh, 028-90-333-105 is our, our number. This is the U105 uh, phone. And Stephen has a point he wants to make on the back of the conversation. Uh, good morning, Stephen. Well, good morning, Frank. It's about that Parkinson thing. My wee mom, she went on to develop that. She was in her 60s, God love her. And um, it, yes, people were saying that the state of that drunken state this time of the day. And when you took her in their restaurant, she couldn't control her wee hands with the meals. You had to feed her like it's a child, you know. But she kept, her, she kept her mood up and just kept her strength and always looked forward, you know. But uh, Frank, she went from doing them into, into the chair, you know. And after that, all she wanted to do was stand up. And she couldn't stand on her feet. She had to stand on her toes. She loved to be period style, like you understand. And she just loved to stand up and give you a big hug and then back down again. And that was her life. But again, she she was happy to be so with it. I don't mean happy with it, but like, you know, she kept her, her spirits up, you know. For us, it wasn't nice to watch, like, you know, but, you know, we didn't say much, you know, for it, you know. In relation to people 
making snide comments. How, how hurtful yeah. was that, Stephen? Well, she used to say, <laughs> Frank, when she had a, she had a wee, she had a wee grit, I think it was a red, no, it was a red wheelchair, and, just, and uh, she used to not dance, you know, she would have shuffled about negative the chair and blah, blah, and come back, she would have been walking, and people looked at, you know, looked at her and she, she would have said, it also comes in black and grey, this chair, they're really handy, you should get one. You know, you had to, <laughs> you had to, you had to watch, and Frank, when the doctor, I, I can't say what happened, but the doctor did come out one morning and she said to her, oh, your skin, there's not a blemish on it. And she said about a personal partner body, she says, and now they're the only two best people that ever stuck to me. And I'll tell you what, <laughs> I asked me, mother, please. But, but she kept her spirit. And the, the doctor laughed at her and he says, you know, I'm not, you know, Frank, but, you know, there is life with it, if you understand. There is life with it, you know. But again, it's not, for, it's not nice for us to watch it because we can see the, we can see the down road, you understand. But the, it was lovely to look after she had her moments, like, as a normal mother would have, have her moments, she would tell you where to go and all, but as I said, she kept her head above it. Lovely story. Uh, Stephen, thank you very much indeed. Sounds like a, a woman with a great sense of humour. Right, uh, this is the U105 phone-in. Uh, that broken-down vehicle is causing some difficulties in the Tillysburn area. A few of you have been in touch with us. We were remarking on that a little earlier in the programme, uh, just double-checking uh, to see if it's still an issue. The good news is it's been cleared. It's been cleared, so you'll be smoothly passing Tillysburn from now on. 